Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about when it is time to turn on Do Not Disturb on your phone. Now, I'm not sure if your phone has the feature where you can turn off all the notifications for a certain amount of time. I've got mine on right now, so you know I don't get 100 notifications while I'm trying to talk to you. But it's one of the ways that the people who make our phones are trying to respond to the darker implications of our new communication status quo, whether it's with social media or our smartphones or our binge streaming services, our leaps in communication technology have come with some dangerous consequences for our physical and spiritual well-being. Of course, all of this comes with incredible benefits too. Otherwise, we wouldn't put up with the side effects. See, I'm talking to you right now in a way that even 50 years ago would have been impossible. But we need to be careful. One of the biggest changes has been this tether that holds us to our phone all the time. The whole world is rarely beyond our pocket. You can contact me anytime, day or night, instantaneously. Long gone are the days of Paul when he could write a letter and hope it arrived within days or weeks or even months. And it turns out when communication is easy, there's a lot more of it. Every day I work through hundreds of text messages and emails and phone calls, not to mention all of the spam marketing messages we receive, something like 10,000 a day, they say. You know, we would be foolish to think that that doesn't have some effect on our faith. But the real question is, when does it cross the line? It's not feasible for most of us to unplug completely, for any extended length of time at least, but our smartphones could destroy us if we allow them to dictate our lives. So how long should their leash be? You know, the passage that comes to mind for me is Paul's distress over his friend and fellow worker, Demas. In 2 Timothy 4, he writes, Do your best to come to me quickly, for Demas, because he loved this world, has deserted me and has gone to Thessalonica. Now, Demas is not just anyone. Within Paul's writings, it seems Scripture mentions him at least two other times. And it says in Philemon 1, 23-24, Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends greetings to you, and so do Mark, uh, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my fellow workers. Uh, So Demas is someone who labored with Paul. He's a fellow worker in the ministry of the church, and apparently he is someone who travels with Paul regularly because he wants to greet the Colossians. He wants to greet all these different people. Paul writes in Colossians 4.14, Luke, the beloved physician, greets you, as does our friend Demas. So that's Demas. He's not just a casual observer or a pew sitter. He is traveling with Paul. He's laboring in the same ministry. But now Paul tells Timothy he's not that person anymore. He's no longer a fellow worker. Demas, in love with this present world, has deserted me. Demas deserted because there is something that distracted him in this world. His faith was shipwrecked because he fell in love with something temporary even though he was once an active worker in the church. We don't know anything else about Demas, really. Maybe he overcame his lust for this world. Maybe not. But at least for the moment, as Paul pins this letter to Timothy, Demas has traded his faith for something flashy in the moment. The question for us is, are we in danger of doing the same? Are the constant vibrations of my phone putting me on the path of Demas? And if so, 
What can I even do about it? The answer to that first question, are we in danger of doing the same, is unfortunately a resounding yes. We face the same threats as Demas. They just look a little different today. Maybe it wasn't a Facebook feed that distracted Demas, but it was something else that is a part of this world. And just like Demas fell in love, we can too. Even those who have devoted their lives wholly to God and are laboring in his work, as we all should do, still can turn away from God if they choose. As long as we live, we have the option to separate ourselves from God. But the key is, we have to choose that. God won't choose that for us. The world cannot force that separation. That's one of the incredible assurances Scripture holds for the faithful, that no one can separate us from God except through our own decision. No one else can separate us from the Lord. Because of the grace of God, we can be guaranteed salvation. We can always return that gift, though. And even if we don't go through an active decision-making process and decide to abandon God, we can choose our notifications over our service to God. We can choose this world over God. That's what Demas did. The world did not make Demas leave Paul. Demas made Demas leave Paul. He didn't control his love for the temporary, and he failed to persevere in his faith. That's why there is no clear-cut answer to our second question. Are the vibrations in my pocket putting me on Demas's path? I can't tell you yes or no, because it's really not about your phone or any other technology. It's about what you love. I read somewhere an author write, I don't think the Lord will say to anyone on the judgment day, I never knew you because you own an iPhone. But he may well say, I never knew you because you love spending time on Facebook and online shopping and texting more than you love me. And that is truly the case. Our actions matter, but our motivations for those actions matter even more. The world did not make Demas abandon God. The world did not make Demas abandon Paul. Demas and his love for this world did. So what do all these notifications do for you? Do you find yourself sneaking a peek during a worship service? Does a, a buzz on the kitchen table take your mind off your morning Bible reading? Do you sometimes swap out uh, a morning prayer for a quick scroll through Facebook? I have to plead guilty on occasion to some of those. I can't give you a multiple choice quiz to let you know if you're starting to fall in love with technology more than God, but I know I see the temptation in my own life, which leads us to our final question. If my phone's notifications, or at least my love for them, are dangerous, what can I do? Now, I use my phone for work. People call and text and email and message at all hours of the day and night. I have a practical and a spiritual obligation to respond. So I can't just pretend that we're living in the 1970s when the phone was tethered to the kitchen wall rather than my wrist. Or should I? You know, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus preached that remarkable lesson on avoiding temptation. He says, if your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out, throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. That was Jesus' solution to a dangerous sin of the heart, sexual lust. Jesus said lust, an internal problem of the soul, is the equivalent of adultery, an external problem of the body, and even those internal problems need physical solutions sometimes and radical solutions at that. It's easy to say, Brandon, you, you just told me that this isn't really about my phone. It's about what my heart loves. 
So that's easy. I'll just keep an eye on my heart. No need to put safeguards on my browser if I'm tempted by pornography or turn on do not disturb for my notifications when I'm reading the Bible in the morning and especially not for getting rid of my cell phone, even if it's controlling my life. Jesus is warning that's easier said than done. Of course, an adulterer can say to himself that he will just stop lusting over others, but his will isn't always enough. And he needed to take physical steps to present himself or prevent himself from sinning. Start gouging out eyes, lobbing off hands to stop yourself if it comes to that. But why gouge out an eye? The eye's not the problem. The problem's the heart. But the eye allows the evil of the heart to manifest. God created us in his image and our hands and our eyes were crafted by him. They are good. But when we start using them for evil then the only thing they're good for is helping us get to hell. The same is true with our phones. They are useful, good tools, but if they can't keep ourselves from loving them, then we should throw them out of a car window and drive over them as fast as we can. Even good things have to be tossed away if they are getting in the way of the greatest thing. But we say it's too extreme to cut ourselves off from our cell phone or our email accounts or our social media feeds. I think Matthew chapter 5 uh, is telling us right back to us that there is no, nothing more extreme than tearing out your eye. We know this isn't truly about what we do with our bodies. We can be the most moral people in our generation and yet still fail to live up to the gospel. What matters is that our motivation is right. And the right motivation is to love Jesus more than anything else. But Romans chapter 13 verse 14 tells us, to make no provision for the flesh, to gratify its desires. We need to make our hearts holy. But sometimes we need to help our hearts out a little bit. If your notifications are distracting you away from your service to God, as Demas' love for the world did, I beg you to give your heart some help and turn on Do Not Disturb. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually, using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday, so that you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now, to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com.